we're not here. Where are we? Well, I don't know. <laughs> we're not here. We're, okay. I'm Candace. I'm Natalia. This is not a single fork, just another podcast about food and cooking. And we're taking a break. Because everyone deserves a break. Today and tomorrow <laughs> and always. So we are taking a break between seasons, but we didn't want you to forget about us. So what are we going to do? So we're going to play the best of the best. Uh, the episodes that people really, really liked and downloaded a lot. Okay, so the most downloaded episodes will be what we will play. In exactly. Hiatus. And so that's what you're going to hear right now. So stay tuned. You're going to get some more of Candace and Natalia. And we'll be back soon with our next season. Thanks for listening. So we've talked about cooking mm-hmm. and we've talked about shopping. Kind of. And the holidays. The holidays. A lot about the holidays and food. But what does food really mean to you? Well, I mean, what does it mean to anybody? Do you have memories or of stories? I do. About food? Yeah that, yeah. that you think of when you eat certain foods? Oh, yeah. And smell oh. certain things? Yeah. So, sure. they, so they bring up really mm-hmm. even good or bad. Yeah. Okay, well, that's what we're talking about in season four. We're telling food stories. I'm Candace Conley. I'm Natalia Banjak. And this is Not a Single Fork, another podcast about food and cooking. Yeah, but we're going to keep it real. Well, we're winding down here. I know. It kind of makes me sad. It's, like, it's our last one. I love, we're not our last, last one. It's our last interview. It's our last interview. Yeah. I really, <laughs> I feel like we've said this every time, but like, and I love our other seasons, but like, I just love this. It has been such a blast and we have just gotten to know people better. Yeah. If nothing else. Yeah. And so we're leading into, um, this is a crazy one. What? <laughs> Well, there's many factors that go into this. One, the three of us are all very comfortable together because we've been around each other. Two, we all, we're at your house. Yes. So we're definitely comfortable. So we recorded this in Candace's house kitchen. Home home kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. My that home kitchen. So like My house kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd all had probably about three drinks before we started. At least. And so we were having a cocktail. We were having aperitivo time. With our friend. With our friend, Joe. Yeah, Joe Bro. Joe Bro. So I think there's some things I would like to um, wet people's palate with. Ah, yes. Beforehand. Listen for... Um, Naked farmers. Yes. Um, <laughs> penis, which I'll explain later. Because he didn't talk about that, though. Yes, I'll explain later. Okay. Penis came up in the beginning. There's just so much that happens. Did that I just miss just like, that? By the end of I mean, it, I didn't like, miss it your in fucking the, brain explodes. I didn't miss it in the wine tasting, but did I miss it on in the interview? Yeah, it was right in the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but I'm going to explain that later. Okay, good. Um, Joe also has an epiphany during our podcast. He did. A- as he called it, I'm having a breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does have a breakthrough. It's um, it's very organic. Um, grilling beans. Which, fava beans which, in particular. in my mind, seems tricky. Have a fava beans with a nice Chianti. Yeah. Stop it. So, and his guilty pleasure. I mean, I mean, first of all, 
we were cracking up during this whole fucking interview. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. I can't. We I laughed our way through this one. Completely. As well. All three of us. See, now Shaylia was more of a giggly. It was a giggly thing. This is a giggly one. That was giggly. This is just flat out laughing. I mean, most of it, like if you edit out the laughing, I don't think we'd have a podcast. I think it would be gone. So I think we should just go for it. All right. Well, then I'm going to say without further ado, Joe Bro. So we're in my kitchen. At home. At home with our favorite psalm. Joe Bro. Joe Bro. Hola. Hola, Joe. What's up? You know, just uh, enjoying a, a freshly made cocktail after a couple of beers. Well, that's the way we like you. <laughs> Loose. 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 Yeah. Loosey and gassy. Yeah. <laughs> Try to hold that in. Yeah. Hold that gas in. Yeah. Just be boozy. Be, be appropriate for us, please. Not too appropriate. No, but no, not no, too no. much. Yeah, just a little bit. So, I'm not going to give a single fork. So <laughs> There you go. There, that's, that's it. it. So um, we're, we've been talking to people about um, food and what it means to them. And before we get into that, we just kind of want people to know a little bit about who everyone is. So tell us who you are and what you want people to know about you. Um, well, I don't like people to know much about me. Well, you're so a private person. I'm, I am. Okay. Guarded, Secret. really. I know. It's really? weird. I know. It doesn't seem that up? way. Oh, definitely. Oh. Definitely a big wall. Well, but, maybe this is going to be a bad interview then. Yeah. Well, I don't the, know. the three drinks beforehand <laughs> was good. Good strategic. See, that was planning. That so was planning. we already know you because right. we know we have to do that to get your wall down. Exactly. Yeah. Got you guys it. planned ahead of yeah, time. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, and, we, and we gave you food too so little snack little snack. yeah i mean so you don't have to get super personal but tell tell the world about who are you what yeah. do you do who what's your joe thing bro. what's your jam who is joe bro man you guys go deep right off the top right off the top yeah we're diving yeah. deep diving deep all right, all right so let's uh i guess my background which is okay. why i'm here is uh restaurants mm-hmm. and wine mm-hmm. really um Waiting tables and restaurants have been like my primary vocation. My very first job ever was uh, a waiter at a restaurant. And then- Here? uh, In Tulsa. What restaurant? Tony Roma's. Oh yeah? Yeah, place for ribs. Yeah, 71st Memorial. How old were you? I was, uh, I just moved here from Houston. I just graduated high school, so I would have been uh, 18. 17, 18? Yeah, 17, 18. First job ever. Yeah, I walk in the door, and I wasn't even applying as a waiter. I walk in the door, I'm wanting to, because I saw a little flyer uh, that they were hiring bussers. So, but rewind just a little bit. Uh, graduated high school, it's like, I'm gonna go get an office job. Right. I don't know why. I'm definitely not the office job kind of guy. <laughs> but that in my head, as a stupid 18 year old, thought, yeah, that's what I'm gonna go do. So uh, nobody wants to hire an 18 year old right out of high school right. for an office job. So Or learned, for anything. Or anything. Yeah, yeah. So I learned that real quick. So I saw this flyer, I was desperate. I saw a flyer uh, hiring for dishwashers. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go do that. So dress up because mama taught me right, and I walk into Tony <laughs> Robbins. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. I'm representing. Yes, you are. So I walk in. I'm here to apply for the dishwasher job, and uh, the little hostess goes, "Okay." <laughs> and then she goes and finds the manager. Uh, Jackie was his name. Uh, uh, he's a cool guy. So he comes out and says, uh, what's up, man? It's like, I'm here to apply for the dishwasher position. He goes, he looks at me and says, we're hiring for that? <laughs> <laughs> so 
just said, well, I mean, I hope so. There was a flyer and I, I need a job. He goes, he looks at me and says, uh, well, wouldn't you rather be a waiter? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> How much do they make? And he, he just chuckles. He goes, tell you what, man, why don't you come back here and he gives me a day, show up with a, a black pair of pants and a white t-shirt and we'll go from there. Okay. And that was that. I'm what just did you like, become? I became a waiter. Oh, what do you mean? That day? What yeah. do you mean? Just like I walked in with my suit and my charming personality, apparently. <laughs> was. All that confidence. <laughs> I just need a job, man. I'm desperate. And uh, yeah. That, and that I love that he me. laughs at you. Yes, yeah. indeed. In your indeed. face. Yeah. Well, I think he thought, I can mold this guy. Yeah. I yeah. Can mold him. So yeah. So from there, uh, and then, so there was this girl that, uh, we're getting off track. It's fine. No, 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 nothing is off track. Yeah. So I'm waiting tables. There's this girl there. Her name was Becky. And works there? Works there. Okay. Becky had a boyfriend that worked at the Warren Duck Club. You, okay. you guys remember that one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, oh, the double yeah. tree. Fancy, fancy. So he'd come in after his shift. We're still cleaning up, doing our side duties. And he'd sit up at the bar, have a drink. So I'd go talk to him. I was like, oh, what was your night like? Right. He was like, oh, I don't know. And he, he would talk about like how much money he was making. Like, stupid money. Like, like, why the fuck am I here? Three times as much yeah, money yeah. as I was making. And I was like, well, how many people did you wait on? Like, it must have been a ton. Thousands. He's like, I don't know, 12? Yeah. <laughs> what? Wait, you make, you wait on 12 people. I waited on like 40. And you make three times as much? I am definitely at the wrong restaurant. Mm -hmm. And so then I went to home, uh, to Warren Duck Club. Apparently, whatever charm I had that walked into Tony Roma's had worn off. Wait, did you wear your suit? Uh, I did, of course. Yeah, same probably suit. the same one. Of course you did. I don't know. So, you still uh, have it, I mean, I was still a waiter. I probably couldn't afford another suit, so it's definitely the same suit. You still have that suit? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you still wear that sometimes. That would be sweet. Maybe. I mean, uh, if he, he could still wear the suit, then maybe, maybe, when he was maybe it would have come back by now. We could yeah, have like pulled the sleeves off and made it like you know, we made a made it work. Yeah, like a jacket. Yeah, 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 a vest, a vest, a vest. Yeah. Anyway, okay. so you did not get the Warren. Duck? I didn't get the uh, Warren Duck Club job, but I kept applying, persistent, and I did land a job at Polo Grill. Ooh. Yeah. At uh, at now at Utica Square, and I knew Jack Zero about fine dining, about wine, about anything. And Polo Grill, at the time and probably still today, had like the biggest wine list uh -huh. of like Oklahoma, yeah, uh, Arkansas, Missouri. Yeah, Wine Just Spectator. Were you like shitting in your pants? Massive. No, because I was too ignorant. You were like, oh, I don't I was know. Just like, I'm going to walk in here. So uh, their mentality was sink or swim. You just, you, you get it sure. or you don't. And so I remember my very first staff meeting, right? The pre-shift. So they bring in this wine rep and he's there and he's like, uh, you know, they're, they're going around and they're pouring a uh, wine taste. And you're like, oh shit, we get to drink wine. I know. Yeah. And so my background is very, very uh, conservative and sheltered. So this is like literally the first time oh, I'm no. like. Did you get hammered? Drink? No, it's like a taste. It's like. Still, you were sheltered. Well, that doesn't mean hammered. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, we're at, at, in the uh, pre-shift, and the wine rep is going around, and he's got all these little, you know, tastes of wine, and all the waiters are talking. You know, they're swirling the glass, and they're going, "Oh yeah, I smell, you know, roses, <laughs> currants, bananas, and bananas, cedar, cedar." <laughs> 
And I'm just looking around like, I don't like, smell any of like this. You're like nodding your head. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I just smell like alcohol. To me. That's yeah. it. And so, because uh, previously to that, I just knew that there were like, you know, some white wines and some red wines. And <laughs> some were cold and some were not. And that was it. And so, this is a whole new world. Yeah, but you were what? Like 19, 18, 19? Yeah, I 19, mean, yeah, okay. Somewhere in that range. Yeah. Uh, Gotta yeah. start somewhere. So from there, then yeah, into a restaurant, uh, I, there was a few different restaurants I worked at around town and into restaurant management and then uh, loved wine and just dove into it, became a sommelier. And then uh, my wife and I moved to California. We started a wine brokerage. Uh, we moved back to kind of uh, kind of build that. Was she super into it too? Or was that you? Did you teach her? Or like? Yeah, that was that was me. And, and I taught her. I mean, she of course had an appreciation right, right. for it and really started to get into it when we moved to California. But her background was uh, accounting. Okay. Yeah, so very dry. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll edit that out. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, we won't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she knows. Uh, but yeah, so then we did the wine brokerage, and then we did uh, we dabbled with some online wine sales, and uh, and then also I taught a beverage education course, which is essentially a wine course at uh, OSU in Stillwater. And, and most importantly... <laughs> What do you do once a month? Oh, yeah. With, yeah. The, with these gals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, no shit. We, we do the wine tasting class, mm-hmm. uh, which is loads of fun. It is lots of fun. It's lots yeah. of fun. Yeah. 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 The last one. Super groupies. He, you, you really do. That's you, cool. You, you know that. That's cool. <laughs> They're all like 70 and above. <laughs> yeah. But they love they That's my niche. love you. Well, that's, I don't know. You had some niche. young ones. You had some young girls class, last time. Yeah. They liked you. Right. They, 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 they were the great granddaughters. They were. Uh, actually, actually, yeah. actually uh, they were, yeah. The groupies couldn't come, so they sent yeah. their offspring. But they loved you too. Yes. Yeah. So that's what Joe does with. I mean, that's actually we met Joe. Um, you know, in the in the food industry. Yeah. You know. You Just know, around. and then we got lucky enough that he was doing the wine tasting classes and wanted to join with us and do that. So well, it started with a wine dinner. I might have. I'm, you know, we did. Was the it was wine a wine dinner. dinner. You guys did a pop-up wine dinner. You reached out to Justin. Yes. And Justin said, you should talk to Jen. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. that's how it went. That's how okay. it started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I came out and did that wine dinner where I talked about the, yes. the naked farmer driving yeah. the tractor. Yeah. Yes. yeah, 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 yeah. And that sealed the deal. Yeah. Yeah, well, that always will do yeah. it. Yeah, do nakedness naked, does that for naked. us. <laughs> Naked farmers. So we have, so what we've been doing is we've been going through some questions with some different people. So we'll just go through the same questions with you. Yeah. Okay. There's no right or wrong answer. <laughs> uh, do you want to do the first one, Candace? Sure. We want to know what's your favorite thing to eat and why. And why. Yeah. So... I mean, there's a few different favorites. So I'm a moody dude. So it depends what mood I'm in. But if I'm if I'm like going out to a restaurant and I'm looking over the menu, there's a couple of items that are always going to catch my eye. Uh, one of which is gnocchi. Oh, oh, yes. I just love gnocchi, but and it, it, it has to be done right. Well, yeah, because that's it's why it catches shitty. your eye. That's yeah. why it catches it my eye. Your eye. Yeah. So there's lots, obviously, lots of places that don't. But when it yeah. does, oh Ooh. man, it's so good. So I've learned that mm. I am a texture mm. person right so more than how something tastes it matters to me how something feels 
on the palate. I don't know. That's... In your mouth. Yes. That's what you wanted to say. <laughs> no, no. So... I wanted to say on the palate. You just wanted to hear. So, in my, in my mouth. mouth. Yeah. So, so I have a, I have a question because I know Candace feels the same way about food. I have observed... The same way as what you're about to say or same way about texture? Same way about texture. Yeah. And I have observed her very closely (laughs) eating something and then very quickly spitting it out because it (laughs) does not agree with her mouth. Yeah. Feel. Uh Uh-huh. Have you experienced that? Just spitting stuff out? Or like you eat something and you're like... I don't oh. just I don't just spit it out. I claw it out usually. Yeah, wow. it's very dramatic. No. Do you have you ever put something in your mouth and you're like, oh, the texture's so bad that you've had to kind of maybe secretly in a napkin like. I mean, yes. Do you remember what that is? No. Okay. No. Uh, I do know that uh, one thing I find abhorrent is beans. Still. For their texture. All beans. All beans. All beans. Not. It's pretty much legumes. Like green beans are fine because it's a different. Yeah, animal, yeah, really. yeah, but legumes in general, uh, are just this that grainy texture. Yeah, there's only been like one lima one. beans. Well, now, like, I can do like fava <laughs> beans, like, like grilled fava beans don't bother me, but like the Gri- pinto wait, wait black beans. How do you grill a fava bean in the in like the in the in the in the pot? Yeah, in the pot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that doesn't bother you. No, no, no. Like those are like good and like I don't know. They don't have that same grainy, mealy kind of texture. That is weird. weird. I don't know. It's so bizarre. Yeah, Yeah. Mm. but I'm with you. I mean, we we had a whole discussion about lima beans. This is why she brought up the lima beans. Yeah, Yeah. I can't. can't, Had a bean problem too. I I can't. Yeah, I can't lima beans. So gnocchi on the menu. What else? What else on the menu? So uh, if you're you're in your mood. Yeah, yeah. If I'm in the mood, uh, bread pudding. Bread pudding. Love bread pudding. Love, okay. love bread pudding. Okay. And there's all different types, right? Mm-hmm. There's all different styles of bread pudding. Yeah. Uh, and so, but if I see it on there, I, I got, gotta can't try help myself. It. Gotta okay. try it. Uh, I love cheesecake. And so I have like all these elements, gnocchi, bread pudding, uh, cheesecake, they're all very textural. Um, and, they are. And then um, this one's going to sell. And they can be weird textures too, they which really is can. weird that you have a texture. Okay, what's the next thing? Uh, well, the next thing is going to sound totally pretentious. And it's not like I have this all the time, but you ask what favorites are. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it's caviar. Really? Uh, yeah, I love that little pop. Pop? Yeah, I love that. That's huh. odd. It's hot. Well, it's just, it's not the caviar part, but the part that we, we started with, which was the texture thing. And then, like, I'm thinking about... I'm not averse to textures. There's just certain textures I don't dig and others I really love. So gritty is your texture issue. Grainy not, not and grainy mealy. Gritty. Grainy and mealy. Mealy. Mealy, okay. yeah. yeah. I don't like mealy. Okra? Yeah, I've had good and bad okra, and okay. it's definitely textural, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's something mealy you don't like, too, and I can't remember what it is. So that leads me into this question. What is your, like, like you love all those things, which actually sound really good right now. But anyway, what's your guilty pleasure? Like, what is something maybe a little weird that you eat or, like, a secret thing that you eat that, or like, you don't like really... Like, white trashy or... Yeah, right. like, trailer yeah. or gross or... whatever. So, that, okay, it just popped in my head. Okay, because originally it? when I... Because uh, a uh, little behind the scenes here, folks, for those that are listening, Shh. they send a little... You know, they send me these questions ahead of time so I can prep and plan and, and hopefully be entertaining... But uh, this, you this, changed your answer. This just popped into my head. Uh, uh, canned oysters, canned smoked oysters. Oh my god! Just yeah. like you just opened the can. Just out of the can. Oh yeah, they're horrible, but I love them. They're just <laughs> like they're so good. 
I don't know why. It's it's a blowback to my childhood. Like this is one of the things that my mom would get, and I later we'll talk about this. I think. Um, <laughs> Is uh, yeah, these these smoked oysters that come out of a little can, and yeah, I know uh, exactly I know, what I know you're too. talking about. Yeah. We used to and make them at Christmas on a Ritz cracker with melted cheese and a smoked oyster. So mine's that's what we mine's have. a little uh, more ghetto than that. <laughs> Mine is uh, Fritos, <laughs> just Fritos and smoked oysters, and pop, you're good to go. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, when was last time you did that? Not long ago. Oh I've got God. I've got a stack of smoked smoked like, oysters cans have that, at like, home. Emergency, like you've I had do. a shit day, you come home and like you're little, like, like little yeah. bags of Fritos, and, little bags of Fritos, and, and yep. like, um, yep. tins true. of smoked oysters. Little true. fucking pick me up or a little. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was what was the what answer was before? Your original answer. So in the question, it was something like, "What would you hide in the closet to eat?" Yeah. And I yeah. thought, uh, "There's nothing I would hide in the closet to eat. I would much ra- I would rather hide in the closet." And drink, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, Do you have that weird that, guilty drink pleasure? A weird guilty. I mean, I like mean, my Coors banquet. I mean, it's Coors like, banquet. Oh, and it's not, and it's not weird and guilty in most circles, but the circles that sometimes we travel in, yes. you know, it's a bunch of yeah. you know, snobby yes. wine geeks and cocktail geeks and craft Food beer and wine geeks. People. Yeah, they're just like, yeah. what you drink Coors? Oh yeah. my God, it's just, but it's I, that's what I so like. So your fridge, you always have Coors, always Coors. You know, Oysters. But you know, I, and I, I'm not a, I'm not a big beer drinker. I like there are certain beers I will drink one, but you brought that one time yeah, before, before it's a been, wine it's class. Been a couple of uh, times back for right. a wine class that you brought a six pack of the Coors Banquet, and I really enjoyed that. That's a good beer. It's not a bad. There's not, not many bad bars that sell it, and honestly, like the Colony has it on mm-hmm. tap. And it's cheap, and it's not bad. It's like, not I'll bad get that either. when I go there. Yeah, yeah. I like it. What's the next question? Um, okay, so um, we typically <laughs> learn food from our families mm. and our parents, and then we so we have a total food world that revolves right. around that. So, what was your food world like growing up? It's terrible. It's okay. Tell us about it. Yeah, we want to know everything. So, did mom cook? Did you have a mom? Do you have a mom? (laughs) Do you have have parents? Are you an orphan? Right out of a pod. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so. You hatched. (laughs) Mine is steeped in just, uh, uh, I guess, I don't know, poor and just canned. Okay. So, uh, mom was single and working. So everything that she cooked, which was rare, was pretty much out of a box or out of a can. Like the classics were tuna fish casserole. So it's canned tuna fish, okay. right? The the noodles, craft uh, cheese. Potato chips. Uh, no, we didn't do the potato chips. Where did those would, go on top? On the top. Oh, no, okay. she would spice it up by the, you know, the cream of mushroom soup you know, oh, yeah. out of a can. Yeah. And so that was like the casserole dish. And then... Uh, <laughs> but as a kid, did you eat... Like, did you eat that? Oh, of course. Do you still crave it sometimes now? No, oh, never. Come on, Joe. Never. You ate it before you came over. I can... Yeah. S- can you smell all that breath? <laughs> I smell tuna. <laughs> it, okay, so she didn't... Like, every night she didn't cook? Most nights she didn't cook. So, so what my, did you eat? My, oh, Tex-Mex. 
Yeah, so with Casa Olay. So I'm from Houston. Oh, okay. And there's a, a Tex-Mex uh, chain down there called Casa Olay. So they knew us by name. So single mom? Yep. Just you or you have siblings? Uh, I have a half-brother, but we never lived together. Different moms. Okay, yeah. so it wasn't like she was trying to feed, like, grown no, just big boys. Us. Right. So you just, on your way home from school, would, like, walk home and stop at the Tex-Mex place and get a burrito and come home? Or what? No, no, no. Like, like I, can I, you, come on. Help give me us out. a picture. Yeah, give right, me a picture so, here, Joe. I uh, get home uh, from school, eat a <laughs> snack, and I usually consist of a little Debbie. Uh, and then for, for those of you taking notes, and then we, uh, mom would get home, and then it's like, okay, jump in the car, we'll run up to Castle Lake. Oh, I see, you guys will be oh, together. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, she didn't work like late, and like, you, oh, right, right, right. you didn't yeah. have to fend for yourself. Yeah. And so, okay. but even like, so my, my best, or uh, my fondest, like home-cooked meals were always my grandmother, we call her Mama. Okay. So we go over to Mama's house. She lived close? Uh, yeah, she was okay. close, okay. yeah. Everyone was in the Houston area. So uh, we go over to Mama's house, and um, some of my memories, it's like as soon as you walk in the door, you can sometimes hear the pressure cooker uh-huh. going, yeah. right? Yeah. And the, the kind with the little knob on the top. Yeah, of it's like, sh- yeah, sh- it's like, thank you. All the steam is coming out. Yeah. So you'd hear that, and you know something's getting cooked to death. You could smell it, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. And all the sm- spices and everything. But um, So she would cook, but even like her meals, everything was just cooked to death. All the vegetables were out of a can and then cooked to death. Uh, everything was just cooked. So like growing up, I didn't like vegetables at all. Yeah. And it wasn't until Polo Grill that I had vegetables that I liked. I was like, wait, green beans taste like this? Yeah. Asparagus? What mm-hmm. is asparagus? And this tastes Yeah, because awesome. I don't think asparagus comes in a can, does it? It does oh, now. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Oh, it does? Jars. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's oh. Everything mushy. comes in a can. Everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, vegetables in my day were all just like mushy and mushy. <laughs> Which is probably and leads like, to my textural. And it's mushy. your textural, yes, yes, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Candace had the me same too. experience. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But when I was growing up, you couldn't get up from the table until right, you, right. you ate it. And so you just sit there just like staring at this pile of vegetable Small mush. of this like 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 beige. Beige. Food. Everything's brown. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, even, even your the green, green beans vegetables. are brown. Yeah, because yeah, my grandmother would throw bacon in there, right? <laughs> That's bacon, green beans, and then you cook it for five hours or higher. Okay, long. is there anything that your grandmother or your mom maybe cooked that you have cooked as an adult? Or that you think like, oh, actually, I really want that brown My mom's carrot. best dish was uh, <laughs> fried chicken. She okay. did a really good fried chicken. Okay. And then my grandmother's best was uh, homemade hamburgers and french fries. And so my grandmother had like one of those, uh, you know, like contraptions where you put the potato, you peel the potato, you put it in, and, and it, you oh, it eat, makes yeah, french yeah, yeah. drop, and yeah, it makes yeah, the yeah. french fries. Yeah. But I was a, a picky SOB, I guess. I didn't like the french fry cuts. I liked the little like discs. You know, oh. the round disc. And so she would it take a whole shape. potato and she would like slice it up just for me and then fry them up. Aww. And those would be like my batch of uh, French, <laughs> French fries. fries. But hamburgers and French fries from Mama and then uh, fried chicken from my mom were the uh, the two best Can you dishes. make either of those? Sure. Do you cook at home? I do. You've made your mom's fried chicken? Well, it's not my mom's fried chicken, but I've made fried chicken. Does it taste like your mom's? I, I maybe. I <laughs> <laughs> so did your mom deep fry it or was it a shallow fry? Shallow. Yeah, yeah. No, no. My grandmother had the deep fryer. Uh-huh. My mom would just, yeah, no. Did you ever cook it. with them or did they just kind of do it and you just kind of fucked off in the back? Yeah. Yeah. That one. Okay. Yeah. The latter. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, those are that's. I mean, that's vivid. Yeah. So, <laughs> so as we're so as we're talking about this, um, and and they're all food memories. So. Uh, some of them can be fun and, and warm and fuzzy, and then some of them not so great. So taking all that into consideration, tell me a food story. Food story. So my exploration of food really didn't happen until that polo grill. So experience. like the 18. You're yeah. like 18 No, no, no. 19. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit older, maybe like 20. Okay. By the time I get fired. I, cause I was oh, you got fired. Is that I, what you're going to say? I, well, that's... <laughs> Tommy Romas. By the time I got fired from Tony Romas, it's okay. We did mention we're three drinks in. <laughs> so uh, I did not get fired from Tony Romas. I was at Tony Romas for two years. Then I moved to Polo Grill, which okay. I did eventually get fired Everybody from. Everybody did. Everybody Except does. for me. Yeah. Oh, you're the only one who didn't get fired didn't from, get fired from, from Polo? Polo? Okay. Yeah. The only one. So she does not get the badge yeah. of honor. I get yeah. a different badge. The rest of us. Yeah, yeah. that's why he still fucking talks to me. Yeah. Uh, the reason I, well, Robert still talks to me. It's just, I think he forgot that he fired me. Or he just forgot he's fired too things. many. He fires he's everybody. everybody. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. Anyways, <laughs> what was this question? Uh, food tell, story. Tell me a food story. Yeah. Know. Where are we? So, uh, so my exploration of food and like food, like actually having meaning beyond just like, I need sustenance to live really didn't begin until I was an adult. And so like the best stories were really my exploration afterwards. So the, my favorite things in, uh, about food generally also have to tend with wine because I explored the same thing and discovered the same thing at the same time. At the same time. Yeah. It was like food and wine, like this whole new food world I didn't even know existed. Uh, like beurre blanc, like what the hell is that? And like sauces and cooking techniques and styles and then wines that pair with it and how they pair and why they pair and all that was just blowing my mind. So in my mind, they both go hand in hand. And so my favorite stories are really exploring classic um, pairings. Like the, the very first one that I really sought out was uh, Sauterne and Fourgois. Again, this makes me sound so pretentious. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I love foie gras. Yeah, yeah. We, we, and we I do. love sauternes. So, so what, what was okay. that? What what created that? Like you you read about that and you were like, I need to eat this and try this? Yes. Or like you just did one day at the at the restaurant? No, I, I had foie gras for, probably for the first time at Polo. Okay. And then later on I had a better version at Bodine. And uh, I kept hearing about how like Sauterne, like the classic period of Sauterne and Fourgois and how they work so well together. And, you know, you just, you're waiting tables and you're, you're young, you know, you don't have the money to just go drop down on Fourgois and Sauterne because both, neither right. are super cheap. Right, right. Um, and so one time I'm with my best bud and we're actually in Houston. We went there for a football game. And so we go to a French restaurant. Uh, no, no, no. We did go to a French restaurant, but a different restaurant. Um, we tried Fourgois and Sauternes. I'm like, I, I need to, I want to try this thing. And so he was also a foodie. We worked together at Polo Grill. Mm -hmm. So uh, we did this, we did it. We ordered Fourgois and Sauternes, and it's as mind-blowing as, as they say. The, the, the acid that the Sauternes, along with the sweetness, the way it, it interacts with the 
fatty savoriness of that of was that it pork just wall. sauteed was the seared just, just seared. Like seared on just the outside seared. and like you know almost like gelatinous right in the middle yeah. it's just like just personally you, you 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 bite into it and just melts right in your mouth like butter like butter like, yeah like and it was just it is butter it is butter yeah it is butter and it was just so delicious and it's like okay wow like that's an actual thing and then the second time you know you hear about you know robin lee champagne and caviar right and so that was that's a thing that's a pairing and i wanted to know about that so, so do you remember the first place you had caviar or the first time you had caviar yeah so uh well, the first time I had the pairing, okay, yeah, was in Napa. Okay, so my wife and I are in Napa, and so this uh, is later in life. So this is later in life. Okay, and we, uh, I tell her like we're gonna do this thing, and so we go to <laughs> we're gonna do the champagne and caviar. Yeah, thing. <laughs> so we go whether to, you uh, fucking like yeah, it or not. We're going to see Robin Lee. Yeah, we're That's gonna right. go we're gonna do it. the lifestyles of the rich and famous. <laughs> so in Napa, nothing's cheap, but we're staying at the cheapest hotel <laughs> in the Napa area, yeah. and uh, I tell her we're gonna do this thing. So we go to Dean and DeLuca uh, and we go buy caviar and we go buy a bottle of one of my favorite champagnes ever, Pierre Peters. Uh, and it's like grower champagne, tiny, tiny producer. Joe, just P.S., which you didn't say and I tell everybody about Joe. Joe loves his bubbles. Oh, bubbles oh are my yeah. Favorite. He's a bubbly guy. He's a bu- and you are a bubbly guy. Yeah, yeah. And bubbles. matches your personality. Oh, that's the first time I've heard that. Thank you. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so why we love you. We get the bubbles again and the caviar. We take it back to our little, you know, crappy quote unquote Napa hotel, and uh, and we do it. You know, they like just caviar. You know, caviar. We get the creme fraiche, uh-huh. and uh, we don't. Yeah, well, do you have toast points? Yeah, or? we didn't have like the bellinis, <laughs> right? So we're you know we're rough. Bread, it. yeah, like a hot dog bun. Like, I forget. <laughs> I forget what the starch was. All right, so uh, we it was did a hot dog bun. It was a hot yeah, dog bun for sure. <laughs> we found out in the parking lot. Yeah. After that, he was like, "This will do." It was. Yeah. It was right there. It, it was, was in the plastic. Wonder. This it was Wonder Bread. That's the problem. So anyway, but just doing that and the the sensation of that you know that kind of that that pop i love that pop yeah just love it it's because it reminds me of bubbles yes, that's what like it bubbles. is of course, of course yes. it is it's like food bubbles yes holy yes. shit we just had a breakthrough you had an yeah. epiphany oh, i had I an epiphany yeah i'm so glad i'm here for that i know i'm here for this wow this is good this is good yeah. three drinks and an interview and boom <laughs> right, <laughs> right to the core of anyway uh yeah so the little food bubbles of caviar you know they pop and get that like salty savoriness and then the the bubbles from the champagne come in and just like lift it mm-hmm. and then just wash it away and it's amazing like that thing it just works now okay so like of course i have this picture in my head of joe in this shithole hotel yeah motel. me too yeah motel. it's in the motel having this fucking orgasmic experience <laughs> and his wife sitting there staring at him no she's enjoying it with me <laughs> Like what together. the fuck is going on here? <laughs> no, okay. she's, so did she she's, did she's she's in on it as well? She's in on it. She's in on it. I don't know if she had the uh, uh, this the the height. I don't know if it was as good but for her as it was for me. Exactly. But, right, right. Yeah, uh, she prefers. <laughs> it's always better for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever she tells. Can we edit that part out? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Keep going. So uh, she prefers like big reds. 
Okay. Um, yeah. So like, although she has now like also also drink now is bubbles. So she's come to my side. It's yeah. taken a while. Uh, she's but come her to from the dark, the dark side. side. Uh, from the dark side to the to nice the, yeah. light to the bubbly nice side. Light yeah. She used to like the bigger the better, like the kind of like left a lot of sediment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Chew on at the end. She loved that. But now she's so. Do you guys do the caviar? Do you have your orgasm caviar bubbles experience at home, or is that something you do like out? Like if you go out to dinner, like is that something that you'll traveling thing? Or is it a traveling thing? It's definitely a special special occasion thing, right? We're we're not living the lifestyle of the rich and famous, so it's definitely a a special occasion. We do it, and generally when we do it, it's with just the two of us. We'll go get it. We'll bring it. Like a nice little cozy romantic night. Exactly. Yeah. Special. Yeah. Special. It's a special. It is special. Yeah. Yeah, it should, I don't think caviar or even foie gras. It shouldn't be like, oh yeah, I'm having it again tonight. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it's nice to have that thing, like even if it's just once a year, you know, and you have that special, and it sets the mood, you know, uh, and you have well, a nice. That's what little... bubbles are great for. And that's why I think I like it so much because no matter what, it just sets a better mood, mm-hmm. right? No matter what it is, what the occasion is, if you are celebrating great bubbles. But even if you aren't, bubbles just set the mood better. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, I made it through today. Let's have yeah, some bubbles. Let's have some, some bubbles. bubbles. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I liked that. That was a fun food story. Yeah, that was very fun. Okay. Oh, fuck oh, you. Oh, fuck you, Alexa. Alexa, fuck off. <laughs> God damn. She just jumps in every she once in a while. Say her we name. didn't even say her name. What was the oh. hell with that? Okay. What's the last question? So the last question is. <laughs> Because actually most people, their their food stories have had things to do with their childhood or younger days, but yours is more present day. Right. But, it's just kind of flipped. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so even so, what does food mean to you now? Is it different? Has Is it changing? Is it evolving? I mean, is it always, is it one of those things for you? Well, now I've got a two-year-old, so <laughs> food is really more about expediency. It's... <laughs> Even for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I'm generally, up until very recently, and and even still today, uh, I do all the, I do most of the cooking. Okay. Like, up until very recently, I did all the cooking at at home, which is good. Like, it's fine. I enjoy it. But uh, here recently, my wife's had to, you know, take on some of that. And she's not comfortable in it, only because I've dominated the kitchen. Right, like, the whole as time like, I've got this. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> there, there throwing was some elbows. elbow action. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like I, I got this. Get the fuck out, out of here. Yeah. So, uh, but here lately, it's just been expediency uh, and our for so long going out to restaurants was so much a part of. I mean, not just my life, but identity, right? Mm-hmm. I worked in restaurants mm-hmm. or I sold to restaurants mm-hmm. or all my friends were in restaurants. So going to restaurants was just part of what we did. And then you transition to having kids and then that becomes the the focal point. And so then, and then obviously COVID happens and then right. no one's going to restaurants. And it's just a shit show, yeah. Yeah, and so like these days, I, I, you know, like we still cook at home, but I, even now it's like so much is like grab and go or you get to go or you yeah. get some meals that are... That something are, quick because you're yeah. both working and then you've got the, this two-year-old. Yeah, exactly. So, what, so what's your go-to meal right now? Yeah, go-to meal right now is chicken. So chicken thighs. Yes. Uh, chicken thighs, bone in with the skin. You stick them on a cookie sheet, throw them in the oven for 30 minutes, and boom. And what do you eat with your chicken thighs? It's delicious. Um, so... 
Uh, we'll do like asparagus or we'll do Brussels sprouts. Some kind of veg. Some kind of veg. Okay. Yeah. Every once in a while, a starch like a potato mm-hmm. or if we have... Or an old hot dog bun. Or an old... Yeah. Old blinis. <laughs> old blinis. But it, sounds, but it sounds like you came from like, okay, this is a necessity. I need to eat food. Right. And then you were like, holy fuck. I just exploded world. in my mouth and I've got to do this whole world. And now you're kind of in that, like you said, you're just trying to survive like the rest of us. And you've got this little person... Yeah. And so, I mean, I think it will still be, I mean, you're going to teach her food, right? Yeah. And my hope is that, well, I mean, it's not even hope. It's just a matter of fact, like, I don't think there's any, except for beans, which my wife likes. Which is never going to happen for you. Which I don't like, but my wife likes beans. But apart from that, there's no canned vegetables in the house. And that's probably, like, there's nothing wrong with canned vegetables. It's just an aversion that I have because of. But it's a food memory that you have that you don't want to recreate. I don't want to, yeah. So I don't want to. And that's part of it too. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's part of it too. That is the last question. But before we started recording, you said something about mozzarella sticks. Oh yeah, yeah. And I want to know. We want to. Because I said no, no. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Wait till we're recording. So uh, mozzarella sticks are classic. And the reason why it came up is uh, Candace was saying how much she enjoyed uh, good quality bar food, right? And so yeah. I said, well, what does that mean to you, good quality bar food and wings and mozzarella sticks? And that reminded me of a mozzarella stick story. So I was a waiter at Bodine mm-hmm. uh, Seafood, and uh, there was a guy working pantry at the time, and, uh, and on slow nights, He'd go grab the balls, the giant balls of, of buffalo mozzarella, right? That they would keep over there in the market. So he'd go grab the giant balls of buffalo mozzarella. He'd cut them up into these giant wedges. Oh my God. And he would bread them and then he would fry them and he would make this incredible spicy marinara. And then he would just serve it up for, for you guys. Just like, like family yeah, meal. Yeah. Family meal. It was the most mind-blowing so good like just absolutely incredible with the spicy marinara and i haven't ever had it recreated since but it's the best wow yeah Okay, so see what I mean? Like, just fucking laughing, drinking, having a great fucking time. So in the intro, I alluded to the penis. And we... <laughs> the, it wasn't... It was it was uh, brushed over, so I want to make it... That sounds so fucking disgusting. We brushed over <laughs> we the brushed penis. We brushed it, yeah. Um, in the beginning, we're talking about wine, and he's saying, oh, it smells like roses and cherries, and I said penis, and to people, that's not going to make sense. No. So I'd like to explain. Okay, thank you, because and, I, you know, I I remember that, <laughs> that remember part. That I remember that okay. part, but I didn't remember that that was part of it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yes, please. So I'd like to, and it's not as disgusting as you think it's, it's going to be. It's not disgusting at all. It's not like, all oh, this wine smells like a penis, because what does that mean? Anyway. I don't know. Um, <laughs> gross. Like, I don't want to drink it. Um, we had a wine class one evening. and Not too terribly long not ago. Not too long ago. And Joe's very interactive. And so he does the same thing. And he's, But he doesn't make you feel like an idiot if you're like, oh, this does smell like he whatever. He is totally not a wine snob. He's not. I mean, he knows what he's talking about. But he, if you, I mean, you don't have to. 
You don't have to know what you're talking about. And it doesn't matter. He wa- he wants you to experience it and love it. And he even tells you, like, if you fucking like drinking boxed wine, drink the fucking boxed wine. Yeah. Like, nobody cares. But there was a moment in the, that specific class that a man kind of further away said peanuts. Right. And everybody, including Joe, and I think it kind of stopped him in his track because that sounded very similar to peanuts. Penis. Yes. And so he was like, uh, uh, <laughs> penis. Okay. That's what this wine smells like. So we had to kind of like, we all, everybody kind of giggled about that and whatever. But anyway. But that, but that was not unlike, I think it was our very first wine tasting. Bananas? Bananas. Someone. And so, uh, and, and you'll notice that, that there are times when we're talking about wine and what wine smells like, we'll say bananas. Or penis. Or, well, yeah, and that's penis what that means. now, penis yeah. now. Penis but bananas. bananas was one of those things that he, Joe was saying. Okay, so what? What is the bouquet? What are you? What are you smelling? And some woman yelled out, "Bananas!" Yeah. And it's highly. I mean, maybe it did smell like bananas to her, but that's an unusual fragrance for a wine. For a wine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, there's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of things that that bananas. There's a lot of things <laughs> that wines smell like, but I don't think it's bananas or penis or penis. Okay, so just okay. clearing that up. Moving on. The other thing I want to say is he says he mentions that if there's if he goes out to eat that when he looks at a menu he typically tries the gnocchi and it's funny because Candace and I do the exact same thing. Yeah. Anywhere we go, if we go somewhere new, like we'll order other things. But if that's on the menu, we want to try it because that's almost a telltale. And it's really kind of for the same reason that Joe tries them because he's a texture person. Yes. And I'm a texture person. Yes. And so. As I said, the dramatic clawing of the food out of of her mouth. food out of my mouth. Yeah. 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 So, but bread pudding was something else he brought up, which I thought was interesting too, because I do love a really good bread pudding. That's a seasonal item for me. That's very seasonal. That's a winter item. Because it's just too heavy otherwise. And you said, um, yes, but it has to have a really good sauce. And I agree. And then you said somewhere did a really good one. Yeah. There was a restaurant um, in Tulsa called Nicole's and they had the best bread pudding and they had it year round, Mm -hmm. but the best bread bread pudding with, um, it was a hard sauce, you know, so it had liquor in it, but it had this, um, it was more of a, it wasn't, it was creamy. Like a brandy cream sauce? Well, uh, you know, I, it was a long time ago. I don't really remember, but it just set off the bread pudding, the texture of the sauce, because it was, it was so smooth. Um, and then it, the texture versus the texture of the bread pudding mm-hmm. versus the big flavors mm-hmm. in the bread pudding. And then this, the, the God, if hard it's done sauce. right, it's so good. And obviously it was done right. Cause that was years ago. Oh, and you still remember that. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was clearly eighties. It yeah. had to be eighties and nineties when they did that. And he does. He's so funny. Cause now we listen back to it and it's like, God damn, he does sound super bougie, but he's not. And he, and no. he just, I think it's one of those things where like, he didn't come from a food background and we all I mean not we don't all do it but I guess if you're into food you do it you know you he didn't come from much of a food background um really it was more of just a necessity and so the more he read and got into it it's like we all hear about caviar and we all hear about all these things
things. And it's like, why not try it? He calls it his food exploration. Yeah. And it really was. Yeah. And not and didn't happen until he was in his 20s or didn't start until he was in his early 20s because he grew up like a lot of us do in the South where the vegetables are cooked to death yeah and was boiled beyond recognition i mean i say yes i had none of that yeah you did you had none yeah, of that. i had i had much of that yeah. and the stewed green beans was the thing i mean he needed to refer to them as stewed green beans but it was his grandmother would just cook the shit out of these green beans and throw in a piece of bacon and call it good. call it good after you you know cooked them for five hours yeah. and that's what i grew up with although the thing is i i still like that though do you i do like that um but it has to have bacon in it and mm-hmm. it has to have the new potatoes in it. And by the way, my mother insisted on peeling the new potatoes that went into her green beans. Do these new potatoes come out of a can too? No, no, no. Oh, oh like oh, actual no, potatoes. No, no, no. These are real new potatoes okay. because if you don't peel them, you're lazy. Okay. Just saying. Okay. Well, there's a lot of that. But anyway. That's, that's another whole, story. Maybe that's what our next season will be about. New potatoes? Lazy. Lazy cooking? Lazy cooking. That's not a bad that's idea. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, this was our last interview. We'll have one more episode on this season. Uh, don't forget to download, rate, Review, subscribe, subscribe, all the goodies to, in uh, all those places: Apple Podcasts and Spotify and iHeartRadio and Stitcher. And, and don't forget, we have a Patreon page if you want to watch us and listen to us be assholes even more. Yeah, yeah. If you if you don't get enough of us if if during the episode, are not getting enough of us. Not enough, Candace and Natalia. Yeah. Well, yeah. how is there ever enough? Never enough. Never enough. So stay fresh. Smoked oyster bags. COVID nineteen, better known as coronavirus has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease may include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you are experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or are in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch services. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you.